This week on the show, we are exploring the selection of a brand, a new brand for the Java EE platform. My name is Peter Pilgrim. I'm an independent contractor and this is season one of an experimental podcast uh, called Pilgrim Engineering Architecture Technology and this is episode four. I'm going to talk about exploring a brand new selection, a new brand for the Java EE platform. I want you to imagine going back in time to your childhood. Imagine sitting again in the school playground with white chalk in your hand. It's playtime again. Lessons are temporarily over. It's a break. Uh, The playground has a large black tarmac surface. And you're away from your mates. You stoop down low to the ground and draw the biggest, smoothest circle that you can with your big white chalk. You imagine that you can draw and basically an irregular ellipse of about three metres in diameter. Okay, it's not perfect, but it's good enough. And now with your adult eyes, I can tell you that the circle that you just drew represents the population of the world, the universe of human beings as we know it, uh, which is about 7 billion. So the UN, the United Nations, tell us. And this represents the mathematical Greek letter symbol, the capital letter E for Ypsilon. If you're into set theory and mathematics, you're on the bright ballpark. Now imagine walking inside the center of your big white circle and then getting on your hands and knees and then drawing a substantially smaller circle that is so tiny it is one inch in diameter with your little white chalk. That tiny circle represents the current brand Java EE. These are all the technical and non-technical people who have business or have some business matter with this umbrella specification. Uh, Java EE, the platform, is still an umbrella specification of standards. You have to widen your hearts and minds and think of not only software developers, operations, administrators, but also the architects, business managers, directors, and even HR people, facilitators who have to deal with this brand. You see, this tiny circle represents the community and also the brand. We are all interconnected in some way because of Java EE. I am definitely inside 
this tiny circle. I belong to it because I have written two books, at least on Java EE7. I've been working with Java EE since, um, I guess, the millennium, the year 2001, when I got involved with something called Apache or Jakarta struts and servlet containers. You probably already know it too, that Java EE, uh, and you've worked with Java EE as a professional developer. If you do, you are also inside this little circle. If you develop code with the Spring Framework, you're, you are also standing inside this little tiny circle which you have drawn. What concerns me about a future Java EE brand is the integrity, identity and reputation of, and how it will be seen and emoted outside of our tiny circle into the wider world. But first, let's have a little expedition about what brands are. So what, are, what is the definition of a classic brand? Uh, here is my simplified but not simplistic definition of a brand. A brand is an emotional trigger that causes empathetic mental sensations, a stimulus of memory and feeling that strongly associates to a business product and or a collective representing human endeavor, which is most of the time financially for profit, but can be altruistic. Note that stimulus can be positive or negative depending on the context, the person experiencing and the perception of that business product, the underlying business being the brand. The stimulus is always dynamic in nature and can switch back and forth between positivity, neutrality and negativity over time. So let's drill down further. A brand is an identity. A brand is also an image. A brand is also a relationship between that person and the corporate message. Let's take a very famous brand like Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola has clear identity of being a fizzy, soft, carbonated, black, sugary, sweet drink with a name. It's also a company. There is a popular image about Coca-Cola and it's had about over 100 years of marketing in the log for that particular drink. The relationship between the company that sells the drink and the people who choose to drink the drink is plain to see. But there's also even a relationship between Coca-Cola, the company, the drink, and the people who flatly refuse to drink the product or that particular product because maybe it etches their teeth. Let's look at another brand, Bentley. Bentley, which is, is famous for selling luxury elite class to the elite and expensive that the average working class person cannot usually afford these cars. Being expensive is part of the identity of Bentley and the perceived desired value is also the relationship or 
they're off part of. Um, I, being a contractor, I heard of a phrase, a popular indicator of the brand Bentley and how it relates altogether to a different domain other than car manufacturing or the motor industry. It's about IT. The quote is, there's no IT skill shortage, only a skill shortage at certain price points, just like there's a shortage of available Bentleys at £15,000 sterling. Of course, you know, you won't find a brand new Bentley for Jess and be able to buy it for 15k. It's more like 10 to 20 times that. Brands are difficult to pin down because marketers over the past century have, have broken the mould by inventing new ways to psychologically drive home the association in a good way uh, between the ordinary prospective customer uh, and to make that punter remember the product. So let's drill down even further into the rabbit hole and really get into brands. The constituent parts of contemporary brands. Brand logo. A brand logo, a brand has a brand logo it's a graphical symbology, image, and identity. You can think of it as McDonald's golden arches, Nike swish, or Volkswagen's uh, badge, which was stolen by fans of the Beastie Boys decades ago. The circular emblem with the V, capital VW inside it. Uh, a brand can be a legal instrument. Uh, it can, a brand represents, therefore, copyright, a patent, an image right, or even naming rights. An example of this could be uh, my Nike silhouette image of Michael Johnson, jo Michael Jordan, uh, making his famous jump shot where he splays his legs apart as he dunks a basketball into a net. That's an example of image rights. Uh, a brand is also a company. The classic example is Coca-Cola here. A brand can be shorthand, and it's an abbreviation for perceived better quality, value for money, desirability. An example of this is the German car manufacturer, Bayern Motorworks, otherwise known as BMW. And BMW competes, uh, is often compared with us other luxury class leaders in its class, such as Audi, Mercedes-Benz. A brand is definitely, well, sometimes a risk reducer. It reassures the customers when they are in difficult territory. Uh, the, an old business saying is always buy IBM or always buy Microsoft because they are, they are perceived at the top of their game in operating systems and office software. Um, brands have personality. 
think of the design of the iPhone or the most recent generation of iPhones. The iPhone X appears to be different to others on the market because it has two panes of Gorilla Glass. Um, next year, it will all be all about the Samsung S9 smartphone. And people choose smartphones because they have uh, personality and even be- because they have different operating systems, iOS versus Android. A brand is also about positioning. Um, What I mean here, what this means that the brand name for different car manufacturers, for example, often uh, exudes quality attributes such as being faster, stronger, better, uh, and depends on the selection. And and another example of positioning in recent times is the price war and quality perceived war between supermarkets and food stores. Um, the smaller outfits, German outfits, nonetheless, Audi and Lidl have actually taken market share away from leading large supermarket stores in Britain, such as Sainsbury's, Tesco's and Asda. And it's because of this perception of price, the positioning, the value and the quality and also political uncertainty about leaving the European Union that is driving the this view of the brand of Audi and Lidl being more quality and about earning and giving the customer a better cost of living. living. Uh, a brand can also be a cluster of values, uh, a characteristic that a it's a characteristic that shows uh, that a brand can have multiple potential benefits to customers. Uh, think of traditional department stores such as Marks and Spencers, the House of Fraser and John Lewis. Uh, these are examples in Britain, the United Kingdom. In the United States, you probably find Macy's and Nordstrom are similar brands that demonstrate these cluster of values, which could be openness, variety, honesty, quality, time efficiency, and of course, value for money. Uh, Brands also have vision. A characteristic of a brand uh, that has vision is that it, it, it has some sort of leadership characteristic, it inspires and points the direction forward uh, for the community and even the human race. Uh, this can be a, ter- a temporal feeling or a permanent emotion uh, in the relationship though you can think of virgin galactic spaceship one which isn't even commercially available to most people on the planet but yet it's a brand uh, through richard branson's exploits that lives in the memory because it's seen as innovation and leading Um, and a really clear example is elon musk tesla electric uh, cards powered by batteries and his SpaceX company are definitely future thinking 
in terms of the human waste brands. Uh, an even more striking example of this sort of vision brand is Boston Dynamics, which I believe is now owned by Google or Alphabet, or, uh, which makes the, the infamous or f- autonomous and scary bot- robotics videos. And, and another example is Google itself with its self-driving cars uh, is further examples of vision and finally, brands must have added value. Uh, it's a characteristic of a brand by default. I, it's a requirement, I would say, to demonstrate quality over c- other competing brands. The example, again, of the supermarket price wars between the German um, food uh, merchants such as Audi over Walmart's Asda and vice versa, or, and even car manufacturers, again, the perceived value of a Volkswagen car over Skoda uh, and vice versa. So let's step back a bit and look at the characteristics of the current Java EE brand, the platform, at the current Java EE8 platform exhibits these brand characteristics, which I mentioned in the previous section. Uh, Java EE definitely has a graphical logo, but how many of you have actually seen it promoted or ever used it on a business card? Uh, Java EE is definitely a legal instrument and and that legal instrument this copyright this uh, image right and software right it is finding a new home under the eclipse foundation from this year 2017 um java ee is not is i would say an indirect company um, even though uh, the Java community process manages it, it or the standard, uh, Oracle, um, up to this point, um, up to September this year, had a powerful veto vote on what went into the Java EE platform. And this is quite important going forward that uh, Oracle has reduced this. Uh, Java EE brand currently is certainly a risk reducer for business. Think of all the IT directors and the business people who look at Java technology, who perhaps some idea about the software development, but definitely are impressed because the overall specification, the umbrella, is based on separate individual standards, these Java specification requests, and customers, as a bonus, are able, and that's the design intent of Java EE, still are able to choose which application server provider or servlet container they are want to deploy their mission critical and production enterprise web and applications to risk reducer java ee 
is uh, as an umbrella specification and controlled by the outgoing JCP uh, is a collection of individual specifications. I'm repeating myself, and this reflects the characteristic cluster of values. Certain companies care more about uh, JAXRS than they care about Java messaging system, um, and still less will even care about Java connector uh, architecture. Um, it's the way it is. It, it's this ability to mix and match the specification that contributes to the overall um, higher value of the EE platform. Um, I'm stretching this one. Java EE definitely has some personality. I believe, though, that the personality is negative as a consequence of the bad memories of development um, of the older enterprise Java beans and Java 2EE or J2EE, EJB1 and EJB2, the enterprise Java beans were really hard to develop and left a lot of bad memories and also failed projects in certain regards. Uh, Java EE has a slight position into the other side of the world in conjunction with the Java virtual machine. So I try explaining to a novice IT director the difference between the Microsoft.NET platform and the Java platform to see my point. Uh, Java EE definitely has a shorthand, which is of course, but of course, for Enterprise Edition. There's a lot of value in the current Java EE brand, but let's take a break. And in the next session, we will look at case studies. get back uh, in this section we're going to look at case studies now java ee is an 
information technology brand. I feel it's very important. And I also feel it's worth looking at examining other and learning from other successful technology brands. This will be a short overview of the critical points of each case study. We're going to find out how, how they tick. HTML5. On the 1st of April 2011, the World Wide Web Consortium, otherwise known as W3C, announced a brand new HTML5 logo and branding and for its efforts to promote the next web standard. Um, it's really fantastic, um, the overall graphical language of the emblazoned shield logo i really recommend that you go to that page just search for html5 logo it is really remarkable truly stunning it clearly underlines the mission of the w3c um this logo represents uh, html5 the cornerstone for modern web applications i quote so what parts of this brand were particularly insightful? Um, it's the bold graphic language of the logo. It's striking. For most people, it's visually attractive and inspired. It's sort of medieval, if you look at it. Um, badges and coats of honours uh, are centuries old. And it's a modern twist of an ancient, well, a medieval idea or royal idea. Um, HTML5 itself is based on sub-modules or sub-parts such as WebSocket, Web Workers, uh, CSS3, and also there's a graphic language for these modules depicted as smaller logo brands. There's a definite vision uh, characteristic and the W3C knew where they wanted to be in five years time. Um, the brand also is aimed at the wider community who are encouraged to promote the brand without penalty because the logo is under the Creative Commons version 3 license. This is a clear example of positioning. If you did search for that HTML5 logo page, you'll find it's a go-to web page for all the information about the brand, the frequently asked questions, the licenses, including where to buy T-shirts, mugs, and even how to generate your own a scalar vector graphic logos and for your blog and web pages on your own site. Another example of positioning and where I say emotional empathy. So what can Java EE platform or the next brand learn from this brand? Um, Java EE next should consider the very strong graphical language for its brand new logo. Um, it's definitely with HTML5. The Shield logo speaks to the world. This highly graphical approach appeals equivocally to 
a web designers and developer, software developers communities. Uh, Java EE sh next should encourage, uh, follow that model, encourage certain community perception. The Eclipse Foundation should take note that the W3C's role uh, is basically that of a backer. It's quietly understated and and you have to look hard to see um, the web standards, uh, the World Wide Web Consortium. Um, and that's something to be aware of there. Um, Java EE is supported by lots of individual standards such as context dependency injection, JAXA aware security, and maybe those similar specifications could have graphical sub-logos in the future. Let's move on. Miss, this second case study is about Firefox and Mozilla. Uh, which Java EE software engineer has never heard of Mozilla Corporation and their very successful web browser, Firefox? The existence of the flighty Wiley Fox and the Earth Globe were a knockout delight when Mozilla first pushed out their brand in the early noughties. And you have to stretch your mind and think all the way back to the early 2000s when uh, Firefox really was released and took the heat out of Microsoft's propriety, bug-ridden Internet Explorer uh, 6 and 5 and 6 web browsers. Uh, Firefox was a major hit with web standards people because it was leaner less fat and based on web standards and showed what standards can do um, from the Mozilla point of view. And it also supported plugins uh, such as Grease Monkey uh, and had one of the first applications, app stores. Uh, the successful parts of Firefox and Mozilla was, of course, the attractive logo, the graphical language, the eye-catching language with a regard to show, social ethical values. Mozilla today, Corporation, continues to promote openness, innovation and opportunity on the internet as its core mission statement. And Firefox definitely has a very strong identity way beyond the web standards community. Um, it push it continues to push push and pursue the standard compliance of HTML. It's a flag banner for for JavaScript and cascading style sheets in conjunction with the W3C. Um, so that reflects the positioning. It established the identity of the Mozilla Corporation with a long-term vision. There's a mass appeal, as I said, to even non-technical people around the world who couldn't give a monkey or, or two nuts about um, HTML5. And therefore, Firefox is a personality brand. So what can Java EE platform learn from this brand? 
the next Java EE, next platform, brand, whatever it will be, certainly can look at the widespread appeal of the original Firefox brand. It even stands the test of time for well over a decade. Certainly, Java EE Next has to take note of this. Firefox represents a cluster of better humane values in the 21st century and yet keeps a hold of a deep, loyal, technical audience who are grateful for web standards, developments and documentation, despite the recent controversies around homosexuality and one recent toxic managing director. The third case study. Spring Framework. I hear you laugh. It shouldn't be any surprise to find that Spring Framework and now recently Spring Boot feature in a brand case study. Every Java EE developer, designer and architect will have heard and probably built an application using Spring Framework and its modules. Spring the brand, unquote, might be seen as the bane in Java EE platform's backside. But without this life innovative framework, which first appeared in Rod Johnson's book in the year 2002, it would be fairly doubtful that we would see the Java EE platform as we have today and see as I witnessed the Java community process and Sun Microsystems and then Oracle adopt these ideas of ease of development features such as support for POJOs, plain old Java objects, the programming model of dependency injection and then EJB3, CDI and most recently the model view controller. So there are very successful parts of this brand in Spring. It has a strong identity. Depending on which engineer you speak to, if they are for or against it, just like Marmite, check out this brand yourself. It's a food brand. Ever since Spring launched uh, with a uh, tree leaf, a, as its logo, this is the constant graphics language that has served the Spring Framework well, that has survived across the many corporations and businesses behind the framework, from the company Interface 21 to Spring Source to VMware and now to Pivotal. This is then a characteristic of positioning and also risk reductions. Think of those IT directors who make those business decisions about what framework ultimately and what applications get built with the stakeholder. Think Agile. Uh, Spring depicts personality. Being the bane is a risk reducer. Other companies want to follow... That, that business model who use Spring or here or other companies 
that are using Spring and are successful for it, it's like, oh, I'm going to follow the Piper too because that other guy or that company down the road is successfully building great applications using the Spring frameworks. And so it's a self-serving prophecy. So what can Java EE, the brand, learn from this Spring Framework brand. There is the pragmatic side of building a new brand. People will hate you or love you for your brand and corporation. How they choose this relationship, the emotive side of it, will depend on the sense of corporate sensitivity and the businesses backing the brand. And what I mean by that is you have to be, as a brand leader, be careful uh, if you are promoting sociality, uh, sociology, or uh, economic progress, or even humanity. Uh, what is clear is the consistency of that graphical language and the logo is spring's best friend especially if the brand itself and the business is expected to go through a severe digital transformation where a company buys another company and so forth and so with I should mention uh, I could have chosen umpteen other companies in these three uh, case studies of, uh, and the case studies so far have been HTML5 from the W3C, um, Firefox from Mozilla and Spring Framework. Um, I could choose uh, to just mention them. So Adobe Flex and Flash, uh, a brand so powerful that Mr. Stephen Paul Jobs had a real go at it with a famous open letter in 2010. Uh, the Linux distribution Ubuntu is all about humanity, ecological foundations, uh, despite being a, all about Linux uh, technology. Of course, the Linux Foundation and subsequent deriv derivations of other penguins and other distributions is a powerful brand and represent powerful brands to those people who care about them. Um, commercially successful and hugely commercially successful uh, one cannot discount Microsoft, uh, their office brand, the quadruple success story of Word, Excel, Outlook, and of course, Death by PowerPoint uh, are major hits of a technology brand. Uh, Oracle itself uh, has built a brand around relational database and has a strong visual language with red banners uh, on their logo, website, brochures. Um, and then there's Red Hat, which is a company 
that was and still is a Linux distribution characterized um, uh, with a red fedora. It's a strong visual brand, a strong identity, an indicator of added value. I could go on, but I'll stop right there. Let's move on. Considerations for a brand new, a new brand selection of Java EE platform. A future Java EE platform must have these criteria. And this is my personal opinion here. Um, It must have a strong graphical image, a logo to die for, and a visual language identity. It must be contemporary and drive the vision of where Java EE is going to be in the very near future. I would like this brand to be social and empathetic, a cluster of values. I definitely want it to be inspirational and convincing with mass appeal cluster of values again i'm looking at firefox and html5 case studies um, and of course it must continue to be technically driven uh, for those of us who are it directors and interested in risk reduction I, the most important and the most difficult part of any brand selection process is choosing that unique name. Under the rules uh, that Eclipse Foundation and Oracle are mandating, the new brand name cannot at all infringe on Oracle trademark guidelines. It simply means that the new brand name cannot start with the word Java whatsoever. It cannot start with the word Java. Java is a trademark and is copyrighted and owned by Oracle. The new name must conform to Eclipse guidelines. Eclipse Foundation has its own trademark and branding guidelines. So a question for all of you who have listened up to this point. Would you be happy with a brand name, a brand name, if it's chosen and written on your CV, your curriculum vitae? I would say you have to be happy and to choose and reflect on a name that you would be proud of to have on your CV. And also, when you go to conferences, would you proudly say that you are working on this with this brand X? Um, and therefore, it follows that this new brand X has to inspire not just you, but the next generation of Java enterprise engineers. Furthermore, consider those of you who are yet to get into the industry. Uh, Would you happily sit a certification exam with the brand selected name 
whatever it is, X. Um, finally, getting that towards the end, the word Enterprise Edition is effectively over as far as Oracle is concerned. Again, this is my opinion. Uh, I have no idea what Oracle plans to do or it's yet to be announced. What does it mean for the Java Mobile Edition, Java ME? I would posit that since uh, EE has been handed over to the Eclipse Foundation, then the mobile edition is no more. And ergo, uh, what is the point of editions? There will be only one edition, Java Standard Edition, which Oracle owned the rights to in any case to, and will continue to do so for as long as we uh, understand it. So we can as under the Enterprise Edition, choose to break the convention and give up the EE side of the name if we choose to do so. Um, what if we became and looked at brands from a classic point of view? Once we give up the, the technical name, um, could we start to take names from the animal kingdom in the really nice way that Mozilla did with their Firefox web browser. Admittedly, companies have been exploiting the characteristics and abilities, capabilities of animals for over 100 years now, ever since we've had the Industrial Revolution. Think of how many car manufacturers grab the virtues of speed, cunning and daring from the fastest racehorse, a lion, a prowling cheetah, tiger and leopard, you name it. It's already been done. And some of these brand ideas are definitely dated. Uh, for example, in the 21st century, there's a political debate, a contemporary a debate right now about male sexualized images from the point of view of human beings and animals have been done to death. But then let's cast our mind back. Our reference implementation application server in Java EE, what is it called? It was originally anointed by Sun Microsystems as glassfish, an animal, a fish, when Oracle abandoned commercial support for glassfish. What was the brand name of the successor company that stepped in? The company is called Pariah, based on a pariah fish. So perhaps there is something in this brand animal kingdom inspired creature naming thing um i'm gonna throw another one in there for you what is the name of the successor to jboss as an open source application server red hat decided to call it wildfly um i'm gonna make a side note Recently in Britain, we've been privileged to watch a magnificent 
uh, wildlife do documentary series about the oceans it, on the BBC, British Broadcasting Corporation, called The Blue Planet Version 2, narrated by world-famous television naturalist Sir David Attenborough. He's really famous in Britain, and he, you may have heard him in the Americas. Um, in Britain, we have seen some stunningly brilliant cinematography of deep blue oceans and the creatures and fishes and life that live in them, um, including the sad destruction of the Australian barrier reef, all sorts of crustacean, whales, sharks, jellyfish, strange uh, fish that live right at the bottom of the uh, ocean and are on the, the Mariana Trench. Trust me, it's really been fantastic educational viewing on my Sunday evenings in the late autumn of 2017. I can't help but think there is something in there that is ecological, humane, inspired with brands and maybe java ee platform next could learn from that or take a find some kind of name in that selection if the brand name is to be inspired by creatures could we not look to birds of flight as well as fish in the sea um, how about the tropical flamingo uh, or the albatross from the Galapagos Islands, a petrel, even a red kite? Albatrosses, for me, spring to mind because they're infamous or famous for their tremendous wingspan of about three metres across, the largest in the bird kingdom. And we have an umbrella specification um, it's tying together, or it could tie together. Umbrella specification, an albatross looking after these individual specifications. It could work, it could not. Depends. Um, and if we're stuck for creature names and in our inspirations, perhaps we could choose the brand name based on a geographical location. Unfortunately, Jakarta has already been taken by the Apache Software Foundation many, many moons ago. They had Jakarta Tomcat, um, Jakarta being the main city on the island of Java. Uh, I wonder if anyone's written a framework and named it Antarctica. Now, Antarctica is ecologically green. It's inspired... The trouble is with geographic locations is coming up with a fantastically, stunningly great logo like HTML5 logo and then coming up with great graphic design. Okay, let's come up for ear. Let's breathe in and breathe out. Uh, it's been a long episode. Um, Coming up with a new Java EE brand, a new name for the brand, uh, 
certainly reveals identity paradox um, around our tiny circle uh, that we started with, which is, remember, is one di inch diameter of chalk. Uh, in the end, we who exist in this circle are conflicted. We are now, however, regarding a new selection of a new Java EE brand, we have to think out of the box. Excuse me, the white chalk circle. Um, if we don't have this great inspiration, people already will say, why are you renaming Java EE? Meh. What's the point? Unfortunately, we do not have a choice because the brand name is going to the Eclipse Foundation. I can only hope that whatever name we choose to in the next couple of months or so as is inspired and relevant for the next 20 or even 10 years going forward. And it's certainly, I would be happy with a name that sits well on my CV and also represents us as Java Enterprise Engineers developers, designers, operations, and architects to the rest of the world. I thank you very much for listening here. It's been a long one. Enjoy whatever you are doing in the world today. Make it a great one. Bye for now. This is Peter Pilgrim, Engineering, Architecture, Technology podcast. This podcast is licensed under Creators Commons. Uh, you can copy the material, but you must almost attribute the source, which is me. My name is Peter Pilgrim. Follow me on the Twitter at Peter underscore Pilgrim. And look at my blog at www.zenonique.co.uk forward slash blog. Bye for now.